Once again, it's time for And Now the Good News, a weekly exploration of the good news happening in the world. Hi, I'm your host, Reverend Robert Brzezinski, and each week I explore and share the stories of hope and love and inspiration that have caught my eye in the past week. We'll explore exactly how we can create a world that works better for everyone. So get ready, it's time. And now, the good news. And hello again, dear ones. Reverend Robert Brzezinski with you. Episode number 47 of And Now the Good News, our weekly look at the good news stories that remind us we really are creating a world that works for everyone. And listeners to the program know that I get most of my stories over at the goodnewsnetwork.org. Those folks are doing great work over there and from all over the internet. So I will leave links in the show notes to all the sources for all the stories that I share here today. Let's get diving right in. Today, we start this week, we start with a story from New Mexico. Uh, the Waldorf School in Santa Fe, normally their 8th graders take a trip to the Navajo Nation, learn about archaeology, Native American history, and such. This year obviously wasn't able to happen, and so they raised $2,800 in supplies and rented a van, took a van. Their teacher, Jessica Falkenhagen, drove the van out to Window Rock, Arizona, and supplied the Navajo Nation with a donation. What a great, great work, kids and teachers. Uh, you know, it's uh, the Navajo Nation is one of the heaviest hit populations per capita in the United States right now as far as COVID-19. So uh, they need all the support that, that we can provide and good work kids getting that to happen. And here's an interesting story. During the lockdown, uh, a study was done around people's eating habits. Now it was 11,000 people in 11 countries and they reported they were purchasing fewer sweets and salty snacks, uh, microwave prepared foods, things of that nature. Uh, now, normally when we have stress, we go right for the candy and the salt and the sweets, right? Uh, however, it's not happening this time. And the study uh, that, that also concluded that these habits are changing and the longer the lockdown lasts, well, then the more uh, we'll take on those new habits. Good work, people across the planet getting healthy while we're in the middle of a quarantine Here's an interesting story. Uh, the Loveland High School Transportation Department arranged 22 buses to spell out 2020 when viewed from above. A bunch of Ohio bus drivers got together, parked all their buses, and created 2020. It's a tribute to the class of 2020. Uh, obviously, these guys have been driving these kids around for a long time, and uh, they wanted to... The, busing organization there they wanted to find a way to celebrate the kids and so they did it there's a good video of the buses all lined up in the parking lot and the uh, the grad celebrating our graduating seniors and it's been great there's been a lot of really interesting stories going on around this graduation season as far as uh, how we support seniors and let them know and i've been to a couple of uh 
virtual graduations myself. And in the midst of this, graduation isn't the only kind of big events that are being canceled because of COVID-19. Uh, this is also the season of Ramadan, and that makes it very tough for many Muslim uh, communities to celebrate together, especially celebrate the end of Ramadan together. A group in Germany, however, found a great and uh, creative way to do that. They held uh, their uh, service outdoors in an Ikea parking lot. So Ikea loaned them the parking lot. There's pictures on the article here you can go take a look at. And uh, they all were out on social distancing, keeping their six feet and on their prayer mats and uh, facing to the east, and they concluded the Ramadan celebration in that way. Uh, great stories. I love finding these stories where people are transcending religious religions, transcending old belief patterns, and coming to work together in this, what is now the new way of being. And many of these practices are going to need to be in place for quite a while. Uh, great to see IKEA and great to see this German community uh, Muslim community figuring out a new way, getting creative, and figuring out something different. All right. Well, you know, folks, before COVID-19, and yes, there was a before COVID-19, this program would often focus on uh, the good news that was happening across the planet in technology, in conservation, in animal rehabilitation, things of that nature. Well, we're going to move through a few stories here today because we've got a few that I found this week that are really in that vein and great, great stories and a couple of world's firsts. So a few world's firsts. Uh, so let's get it started. Number one, the first hybrid floating ocean platform that can generate power from waves, wind and solar. Now, this uh, this sounds to me like an amazing triple threat, wind, wave, and solar. Uh, it's a uh, we know renewable energy technologies. The modular design has, uh, is really just interesting. It floats on the ocean. It creates, again, power. We're creating power. Uh, now, it's been in testing for quite a while, and it's working. So... The um, one of their spokesmen says we are now preparing the floating platform to be used as a showcase to enable wider access for potential customers. Politicians and representatives from other European nations have already visited. The next goal is in the autumn when hopefully we'll be able to start marketing our unique electronics set. So if you happen to own an island or you're running a government and you'd like to uh, generate your own power, well, you can check this out. It is a, a great, uh, a great platform. And uh, there's a link here also to some comments that were made in Forbes magazine. So good work there, folks. The world's first floating triple th threat energy platform. And in California, uh, another first or well, largest, the world's largest green hydrogen plant will be turning fuel out from trash. Super Green Hydro is launching the plant. It's in partnership with the city of Lancaster, California, and they will start processing over 42,000 tons around the beginning, and it doesn't say how much in how much time, but uh, they're gonna be producing energy 
from garbage, from trash, uh, old paper, old tires, textiles, plastics, all kinds of stuff that they can uh, use in this plant. They say it's greener than green hydrogen. And the science of it is they've created a system where oxygen-rich gas is fed into a chamber that has a, that has a pl plasma torch. And then it heats everything up to over 3,500 degrees Celsius. And this rapid change of state from solid to liquid to gas and then to plasma separates the hydrogen atoms from the hydrocarbon molecules, and which is then used for energy. Yes, if you're a scientist, you know what I just said. Cool stuff. World's largest hydrogen and uh, hydrogen plant in California. Right on. Congratulations. And in another world first, uh, or again, a world's largest, the world's largest all-electric commercial aircraft uh, completed its first test flight. So this is a really, really big... Uh, a really big milestone. It's a Cessna Grand Caravan and it was designed by a company called Maginix in partnership with Aerotech and they developed this uh, all-electric airplane. It passed its first flight test. We've got more to do uh, but this is another step in the direction of all-electric airplanes. This is a big game-changer folks. All-electric no more diesel fuel. This is a huge game changer when it comes to uh, our ozone layer, when it comes to all of the environmental uh, aspects of our planet. So congratulations, folks. That's a really, really, really good one. Uh, and in another new story, MIT from the MIT News Office, solar energy farms could offer second life for electric vehicle batteries. They've done a study. It's, it was uh, published in the journal Applied Energy. And it's a bunch of current and former uh, MIT researchers. And what they did is they're studying the economics of building a 2.5 megawatt solar farm alone, building the array along with a new lithium-ion battery storage system, and building it with a battery ray made array made of repurposed electric vehicle batteries. They found that the new battery installation would not provide a reasonable net return on investment, but that a properly managed system of used batteries could be a good profitable investment as long as the batteries cost less than 60% of their original price. Now, there are some hiccups to it, and it's a rather lengthy article. I'll let you go check out the rest of it. It's over at, on, on MIT News, and I'll link, leave those links in the show notes. But uh, this is a promising step in all in renewable energy. Now, here's a story my kids are going to love. Scientists have finally managed to record the narwhal. Yes. The unicorn of the oceans, the Arctic unicorn, some call it, uh, the elusive narwhal, and the recordings have, uh, they're not available directly, but they have been recorded. Uh, it's a pretty interesting uh, experience. You know, these are very, very elusive creatures. Uh, they had to, uh, they were basically embedded with uh, Inuit hunters and, uh, and their attempt and their whale hunting expeditions. 
So the researcher spent a, a lot of time hunting whales and uh, what they were really looking for was the sound signatures that were beyond whales and they believe they found the sounds that the uh, narwhals make. Uh, a series of calls, buzzes, clicks, whistles, pretty interesting stuff. Now, we, we've always known that narwhals have to have a language of some sort, but now we have an idea of what it might sound like. And my kids just love singing the narwhal songs, so they're going to get a kick out of that one. Another great story that we found, uh, this happened at a Floyd's Barbershop at the University of Denver, Colorado, my adopted home state. Uh, a young woman, uh, early 30s, mother, uh, single mother, mother of two, uh, was just allowed to come back to work. She's a hairstylist, has been out of work, wondering how to make ends meet, uh, has actually had to uh, make special arrangements for rent and utility bills. And one of the first customers she had on a Saturday walked in and left her a $2,500 tip. On the way out the door, he looked at her and said, just so you know, it's not a mistake. And shortly after that, the receptionist came over. He left $2,500 for the hairstylist, another uh, $500 to the receptionist, $1,000 to the general manager, and an extra $1,800 on top of that to split up amongst uh, the other employees who weren't present that day. Altogether, he tipped over $5,800 over $5, in tips for what the uh, receipt here says was a $27 haircut. Kudos, sir. Whoever you are, you may never hear this story, and I want you to know that we're proud of you. Uh, this, is, this is the way, and I love, folks, I just love these stories of how humanity is banding together, not only to prove our humanity, but to affirm that humanity and support each other in amazing and creative and in this way very prosperous and abundant ways so kudos again to our wonderful anonymous donor here in the denver area and our final story this week we've got another big huge shout out to crayola crayons if you haven't heard crayola had made a great step forward in the world of inclusivity today uh, recently and they released a colors of the world crayon set it has 40 global skin tone colors uh, this began on may 21st they released it the united nations day for cultural diversity for dialogue and development and this is a way they hope that children can see that they their color is also represented in the rainbow of crayons and in color and in color. Uh, so this is uh, they're promoting inclusive an inclusive world for children of all ages, races, cultures, and ethnicities, based on one of their statements. Uh, and their CEO said, "We want the new colors of the world crayons to advance inclusion within creativity and impact how kids express themselves." Kudos to Crayola. What a great, great move. I know that uh, I grew up with only one color of flesh tone and everything else was made up. Here, we've got a whole pack of crayons now and uh, they're developed around the colors of the world, specifically de developed to represent skin tones from around the planet. So 
congratulations, Corolla. That's a great, great move. And I can't wait to pick some up just to even donate them. All right, folks, that's about all we've got time for this week. I appreciate you checking in with us on the good news. And I look forward to being with you again next week as we explore the world's great news stories, the stories that are reminding us we really are creating a world that works for all. I love you. I wish you all the best. We'll be back again next week. Until then, peace and blessings. You've been listening to And Now the Good News, a part of the New Thought Media Network, available exclusively at New Thought Radio. Join us, patreon.com forward slash New Thought Radio. Positively inspiring.